Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Things I Know show. Today, we are on episode 20, and we're going to be, for the very first time, introducing someone that we are interviewing as part of this show. We're going to talk about the things that they know. And let me go ahead and introduce you, Faro Trupiano. And uh, Faro, welcome to the show. Thanks, Juan. Thanks for having me. And then uh, what we're going to do today is just go over a little bit about your history. Uh, obviously, uh, let us know a little bit about yourself and um, the restaurants that you own here in Fallbrook, California. Well, Juan, I, uh, when they say that I was uh, born into the restaurant, uh, that's pretty accurate. I actually almost was born in a restaurant. So <laughs> I've been doing it my whole entire life. Grew up uh, in the restaurant business. My parents have owned and operate, operated uh 20 plus restaurants over a, a 50 year span. Uh, I started my restaurant career in uh, the year 2000 uh, when I purchased my first restaurant in Oceanside. So I've been in the business a really, really long time. Uh, I currently own and operate two restaurants, one being Trupiano's Italian Bistro and the other being 127 West Social House located, located in Fallbrook, California. And awesome. So yeah, one of the things that we're going to be focusing on today is 120 West, 127 West Social House, which is the uh, place where obviously right now you're focusing a lot of your attention on, mainly because uh, the incident that happened a few years back, right, where you had um, fire that unfortunately affected the business. And um, what we're trying to do is make sure that everybody understands and knows that 127 West is open, is available for you guys to come in, enjoy. And um, so tell us about that. Uh, and first of all, before that, how did 127 West start? Because I know that you've had Trupianos for uh, 15 years now. Correct. So how did 127 West begin? Well, to be honest with you, it... Um it started with the location. Uh, I've always done Italian food my whole entire life. Uh, it was kind of my comfort zone. It's what I knew how to do best. And when the actual physical location of 127 West uh, became available, it was uh, I started to kind of brainstorm on different concepts. And at the time, it was very kind of it was trending. Uh, this new kind of gastropub mentality, this new California modern cuisine, uh, real artisan style kind of farm to table concept. And uh, it was it was a big risk because I wasn't sure that Fallbrook was ready for it when I first uh, started the building process. But because I had such a loyal following from Trupianos, everybody encouraged me and supported me. And they said, Fado, you know, you build it, we will come. And so I, I did. And so the 127 concept was born. And um, here we are. Perfect. Yeah. And then one of the things I want to uh, let everybody know, uh, Faro himself has been a leader in the community here in Fallbrook for a long time. Uh, that's one of the ways that I actually got to meet him was when I was covering events with Real Community. I saw him almost at every single function, whenever there's a fundraiser, whenever there's a, uh, anything uh, that one of the organizations here in Fallbrook, uh, being a small town, there's a lot of nonprofit organizations and um, the ratio for uh, nonprofit organizations to actually profit organizations is almost like 20 to 1. And that means that there's a lot of people that need help and almost every single time that they ask Faro uh, uh, for help, whether it's uh, catering, whether it's uh, you know giving a speech, a presentation, whatever it is, or even just his presence, he's been there. And uh, you can actually go and check out most of the Fallbrook events that uh, I've covered on Real Community, and you'll see a photo of Faro most likely 
in the mix, in the crowd, or as the focal point of the uh, of the um, coverage that we were doing. So yes, uh, the community really loves uh, the Trupiano name, and at the same time, I think that um, you know everybody was super surprised when in what was it April 2016. 2016 they heard the news that there was a fire here so uh, unfortunately that incident happened and uh, it took how long before you were able to reopen your doors yeah almost uh, two years Juan so April 7 2016 was uh, the unfortunate night and and it was just a long process uh, be, being the considering the historical element of the building uh, there were some challenges and hurdles we had to overcome there, but it was just, it was a lot of damage and it was, um, it was a very long two years. Yeah. So as you know, uh, people who attend or visit or frequent restaurants, if you see a restaurant closed for two years, more than likely you'll never even look for it after like the first six months. And here in the community, people waited. Uh, they opened the doors finally again about a year and a half ago, a little bit over a year and a half ago Correct. now. Correct, yep. And um, it's a, been a great uh, return of, I would say, uh, his investment into the community, I, I would say, uh, for the community itself to embrace it. And I see a lot more people showing up, a lot of people uh, that visited before the fire and now after the fire. I see a lot of people coming in and enjoying a lot of the food. Um, and tell me about the process of uh, rehiring all your staff. How how did that process go about? Well, it was a challenge, Juan. It's just uh, I have about 28 to 30 employees uh, to rehome them was a challenge. Uh, insurance only did so much. I was fortunate enough to have my sister location. I was able to take on a handful of employees, uh, you know, that were willing uh, to make the transition. A lot of people kind of waited and kind of came first full circle. Maybe they seeked other employment. And then once I reopened, they were ready and willing to come back to work, which was great. Some of them, unfortunately, had moved on, moved away, such as life. Uh, but I was very fortunate to get back a good chunk of the employees that I had prior to the fire, which was amazing. Nice. And then uh, Chef Eric, uh, obviously, is one uh, that I see doing a lot of great cuisine here in the in the restaurant when did he join uh 127 west so um while we were down in the reconstruction phase i met uh eric o'connor um he was working somewhere else but i, I at the time i had my coffee shop slash cuban restaurant and um we got to kind of know each other and I asked him if he just kind of wanted to be a part of that while we were opening 127, while we were doing the construction, because I knew he had incredible talent, uh, more so than, than the coffee shop and, and Cuban restaurant, but I needed to at least kind of keep him close, so that way when I was ready to open 127, I knew that he was my guy uh, to be my executive chef. All right, perfect. And then obviously one of the things that everybody knows 127 West 4 is like you mentioned your artisan style stone fire pizzas uh, obviously they're a hit with uh, the fact that every week you also introduce a new uh, pizza a pizza of the week um, when did that start and was that something before the fire as well it was something that we did kind of originally when uh, 127 was first created just kind of something you know we in addition to the 
pizza of the week that we change every every week uh we also had a seasonal menu which we've also continued uh post fire and you know so we have four menus a year changing with the season so that way we're always on top of the fresh fruits and vegetables uh that we use as ingredients and then the the capo's creation which was a pizza of the week that was just kind of something fun uh for my kitchen staff to be creative and introduce different styles of pizza different topping combinations and just all these different flavor profiles um, all on top of a pizza it's been pretty amazing yeah so one of the questions that i see happening and asked to the servers is uh, how do we get a capo's creation on the menu itself how does i know that there was a few of them that were a capo's creation and then they just became they were so good that they became part of the actual menu um is there is there like a like a way to vote a way to for for people that visit to kind of give their little vote uh to the possible pizza in the menu in the future you know that's a possibility Juan. as of now uh it's just strictly popularity uh you know that that whole implementation kind of happened in the beginning and me, later realizing that if we did put every popular pizza on the menu we would have 50 pizzas on our menu <laughs> uh, which we unfortunately can't do so yeah maybe uh, something that we can kind of reach out to the community ask for their input maybe it can be a voting system because we definitely want the pizzas represented uh, you know by the people the, the pizzas that the people want in the community of course and yeah. then and obviously another th great feature about 127 west is their rotating 20 beer tap that you have you have uh 20 taps that you switch out you know your your brews and they're all usually regional uh and also a lot of the local breweries around the area are you know being featured here in your restaurant kind of like a you're giving them like a a place for them to showcase their beer as well I see absolutely that's been kind of one of the funnest things uh, that I've been able to do here at 127 I myself am a beer, big beer drinker I enjoy craft beers I enjoy the representation from all the local breweries and just something unique a lot of restaurants and gastropubs don't actually rotate all of their handles uh, they keep some on you know permanently or week after week but here at 127 all 20 are rotating and makes it kind of fun so every time you come in you're not you don't know what you're gonna get and to the the beer lover beer lovers uh, all the way to the people that are just getting into craft beer it just makes it a fun opportunity just to try all of these amazing beers that uh, are being produced locally yeah so obviously one of the things that is also uh, included in this uh, restaurant is also a uh, very nice list of wines that you also have available so not only are you switching out your menu every quarter or so you also have a weekly rotating beer list and at the same time a weekly special specialty pizza um, then you also have wine so there's so much to offer here at 127 west obviously the opportunity for you to come and enjoy it super easy for you to remember the address it's 127 west elder street here to find uh your uh local 127 west social house restaurant uh we definitely appreciate faro trupiano for joining us in this episode of 
the things I know. We obviously talked about the things that he knows, which is restaurants. And uh, we want to thank everyone for listening. We want to make sure that you take the time to stop in. And if you actually stop in due to listening to this show, let him know that you heard it here on the things I know. And uh, let him know what your favorite pizza is, what your favorite beer is. And uh, at the same time, make sure to visit his other restaurant here in Fallbrook, California as well. So thank you, Fado, for uh, giving us your time. And uh, what is the one message that you want to leave uh, for the listeners and also for the community as far as what you uh, enjoy about serving this community? Well, thanks, Juan. I appreciate you having me. Uh, I just really just a, a, an expression of gratitude. You know, I've it's, it's Fallbrook's a small town and it's the restaurant business is a really hard business to be in and uh, Fallbrook has been so incredibly supportive and everything that I've done I just really just kind of want to say thank you to Fallbrook it's been an amazing journey and I look forward to uh, continuing the journey with you guys all right awesome thank you again Faro and for everyone listening thanks again we hope that you enjoy this episode and once again this is the things I know where we bring the community together one story at a time have a good day